ironically, an Elsman fan just tagged me in something. Hey, welcome back to the Essential Blue Podcast. I mean, it's been a whole week since we last spoke to you guys. It's been ages. I mean, I'm here. I'm joined with Tori and I'm joined with Ray. Before I introduce them, I rushed home to go watch that Brighton game. Like, I literally almost crashed my car. I was rushing home to go watch the game and then I go watch that shit. But yeah, I'm, I'm joined by Tori and I'm joined by Ray. How are you guys doing? I'm good. <laughs> Um, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I'm glad you guys are regulars now because we could always reflect on what we what we um said previously. So I really like that. Actually, it's a bit of continuity. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I, if we're gonna, I'm as good as a Chelsea fan can be right now, essentially. <laughs> yeah it's crazy i mean to be fair it didn't really sink until i watched the manual game and so okay manual ahead of us now that's when i'm like fuck you know but yesterday I just now i was like when i see manual was sixth i think and i see manual fifth and i'm just like yeah we're behind newcastle yeah and you know i said that would happen and everyone called me crazy yeah, Terry, you're one of those people. <laughs> like, I, you're one I of those people. Then what are you gonna say? No, I say you're one of those people who are like, oh, yeah, basically what you just said. You're one of those people. You're like, I don't, I don't think I'm doom and gloom per se. I just feel like I'm very, very realistic. Like, yeah, and like I could. I've always said that I feel like Newcastle are better than Chelsea right now. So, yeah. Like, I mean- it doesn't surprise me that they're ahead of us. But you know what's funny, yeah? Um, everybody go listen to Tori's podcast, the, <clears> the <throat> Blues, the Blues Barbie, because we had a conversation about Brighton, Chelsea, yeah? and I said, oh, I have a feeling we're going to lose. But yeah, to be fair, we did say it, that the jinx was too strong to not lose. Like, really, you, you, can't, you can't take a team's entire backroom staff, their head of recruitment, you're planning like, on possibly rating some of their players on a free like it is what it is it's, it's, yeah. it's the most obvious loss you can see coming it's like yeah I know. <laughs> I know <laughs> I know but Ray I was gonna say do you think it's wise because people are like oh we lost this game not because of um, Potter's tactics but because of like what happened five years ago because of what happened five months ago what happened like five days ago that kind of thing do you what think you- that Fair. Like Wait, so, what for do you example, mean what happened five months ago or five days ago? Well, like, I mean, yeah. it's 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 like for example how people are like oh Chelsea didn't really plan well enough in the summer, you know, but and now we lost. In. I'm, I'm sorry, but it's that's the general... most that's the most useless argument in the world because if you're gonna blame, for example, if you complain about the problems with the squad, all of us know there's a bunch of places that we have problems in. If the manager says, hey. We can get rid of all of these guys, which is long-term, amazing for us. We don't have to do it through like a bunch of windows. Now we actually get five or six good players. We've got five senior players. we got one, one guy who's the youngster to come in to be in the midfield or on the wing or whatever he does. On paper, that looks like a good window. But then you have people saying, oh, Cucurella's trash. Oh, Fofana. Even though Fofana played well 
Kulabali played well. He was off off and on at the beginning, but overall in the last couple of games he's played before he got injured, he played well. Um Cucurella, I mean the last two games he has been great, but again he had tonsillitis. It is what it is. Also, like I said, him and Chilwell can't be on the same side. You can yeah. tell when him and Chilwell are on the same side, it just does it doesn't work at all. It's just, yeah. just okay. Yeah. Um I think the signings are good, but people and then people are now having like uh revisionism of Sterling like Oh, Sterling hasn't been good. Tuchel held his back, and I'm sitting there like, was, did Sterling not have five GA under Tuchel? Like he wasn't a, he was our best attacker back then. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I remember. know. I remember. Now that's what I'm saying. Like I, I see a lot of people saying they're they're not they're like overthinking the loss in a way, like saying, oh, we lost this game because you know we didn't plan well in summer, or we lost this game because um, I don't know, like. Potter wasn't given time or lost this game because I don't know, like some crazy shit happened or something. You get like, this is what I'm saying. I, I know exactly why. I mean, we know why. It's because these guys, these are the same people who said, oh, we're okay with the rebuild. Oh, we're okay with backing the manager. And they don't know what that means. It means exactly. when you, when you lose one game out of the seven you've played, which on paper is good for us long-term and you're afraid yeah. of things that might happen. Like, Okay, we got yeah. slapped up by Brighton. But if you watch the game, which we'll dissect later, there's context to that. So it's yeah. like you guys are just being so overreact. That's why I'm I'm the calmest I've ever been in terms of a loss. Because their games we've been outplayed. This is not one of those games. I mean, Tori, how you feeling? I mean, I know you said okay, but like how you feeling? Are you like you, yeah. like... <laughs> I, you, know, you know, last night I went out with a bunch of my other Chelsea friends and we all got pissed. <laughs> and I was just trying to forget the afternoon that we just had. <laughs> it's just so funny. Because that was like, that's, that is ex- essentially how I felt about it. I just did, wanted to forget about it. Because yeah, the truth yeah. is, I understand, <clears throat> you know, the truth is, I really want to back Potter. Like, it's I I get <clears throat> it, but I just feel like he's just not as good as what we've had before, and I feel like it's going to be a a situation where we have to grow with him. Essentially, like he's going to have to grow into the role, and the more he grows into the role, the more Chelsea is going to get better, and I and that's fine. Like I see that, but I see it as a long term thing, and whatever, but. Yeah, it's just like, it just means that like we're going to have to go through a lot of like ups and downs, which I'm not looking forward to, and I will be upset with when days <clears> like <throat> yesterday happen, and whatever. But like, honestly, I see the vision, I see the long term plan. Mm-hmm. We just need to let it ride out, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to say that. So basically, you're saying have patience then it's interesting yeah like it's fine like i'm I'm obviously like everyone is i feel like is right to criticize porter is right to criticize his because that lineup did not make sense it's right to like all of these things are fine but we shouldn't go to say oh like why the fuck is this guy here oh blah blah blah. i want potter out like no there's no need for that like we know that this is a process like chelsea we can see our squad is nowhere near where near it needs to be so we just need to honestly wait it out this is going to be painful we are going to have days like yesterday but we're just gonna have to like try to stick together and just like you know push through it essentially yeah i hear you 
Um, Ray, I mean, me one second. Can you hear me? He said we should get him a second. Okay, all right, cool. Um, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say Ray. It's okay. I was gonna say, right? Um, uh, you know, in the pre- in the previous episode, yeah, we're like, oh, is Porter experimenting too much? I mean, what can you? Tori, you heard Tori what she said about the formation. Sorry, the lineup. What can you say about the lineup? So I know, yes, I know we, I know we agreed to talk about Salzburg. But I mean, let's just forget about it. I mean, we won we beat Salzburg two one. Let's forget about it. Let's just talk about Brighton. <laughs> so when it comes to the lineup, I understand why he did what he did. Yeah. Um, because he put wingers at wing back like he did at Brighton. But the difference is you don't have a Caicedo or McAllister to do the defensive work or to do the creativity aspect because they can do both um, in the midfield. Um, the difference is um, this time he, he played a 3-3-3-1, so we played a three-man midfield, right? Um, what he tried to do, because he knows that a certain guy is on a bum knee and then you have RLCLs in, in the midfield, Mount wasn't performing, so he tried to use Silva as the outlet, you know, with his long balls. The problem with that is Thiago Silva, and he's shown it, like, it doesn't matter who you are as a center back, especially a 38-year-old center back. If you play that guy way too many times, he is going to make mistakes. Now, while he is liable for the making, like, five mistakes in, like, two minutes, before we conceded the goal, Potter has to hold, Graham has to hold corn because I kept saying, remember on the last part, the last couple of podcasts, I said he plays way too fast and we don't have any level of just slowing down. Can you guys hear me? Are you there? Oh, okay, yeah. He doesn't have a lead. He, does, he doesn't know how to slow down the game. He did in the, he's done it so many times and it's worked. And it's like, you don't want to do that because eventually when we get caught in transition like we have been, there's so much pressure on Silva and eventually he's going to get caught out. And he's been looking a little suspect every once in a while recently. And yesterday, everything just blew up. And once he made the first mistake, it's like a domino. We were never going to recover from that, you know. So the wingers at wingback should have never happened. Um, I guess if you wanted to save Aspie for a back four against Arsenal because that's, that's probably the best thing you can do. Maybe, because people were saying play Trev at fullback, but then again, who plays center back right next to Thiago Silva? So, and then if you take Ruben out of you know, midfield, you're also losing something there because now you'd be playing Ruben wingback. I don't know. Tell me we can't hear you, by the way. But that's all I got to say about the formation. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I agree with you in the sense that, um, I don't know. I feel like the entire back line is just weird. Like, I hate seeing Kukuria as the LCB. I just, it just seems, and I don't know what's wrong with him. He doesn't play, he plays like he's walking on eggshell. He doesn't play. Oh, you play, see that too, right? Yeah, I, I can tell. He isn't playing, I feel like he's not in his most comfortable position in that position. Oh, of course not, because he's a left back. Exactly. So I see. I don't like. I don't understand. Why don't you just play Kulibali there? And then no, because he has a knee injury. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Okay, yeah. that makes sense then. This, see what I mean? But this whole thing just smells like poor squad planning. Like now you're playing somebody that clearly can't play in that position, in the position, and it's not and our entire defense just looks suspect our attack looks toothless like everything about that squad is just off 
So, in a sense, I just agree with I agree with everything you said, really. But you know the funny thing about what I would have done, um, I would have played Trev and um, Silva in a back two, and then I yeah. would have played Cucurella uh, on the left, and I would have played Ruben at right back. Um, yes, I don't know yeah. why he's been doing that. Like, um, he's been playing like Sterling as a wing back. I don't know why he's doing that because Ruben ha- can play there and he plays there quite well. So it's just weird. And this whole thing, oh yeah, into Sterling like GA and whatever. All I will say about that is he was playing well when Tuchel was here. So I don't know what is going on between him and Potter, but something is definitely going on between them because I don't know. I I, I just don't like the way um, Potter utilizes our attackers because he keeps on doing that split striker thing. I hate it. It's dead. End it. What the fall is not? <laughs> yes. Every like stop it. <laughs> All of his like cute ideas on how to attack have not fallen through for us. So I don't Yeah, I was saying that Caicedo and McAllister, like those guys can do both. They can defend and they're creative. Um on the wing you talked about the playing the wing. The midfield. Or... No, I'm saying yeah. in, in the midfield. So like yeah. when you have guys like that, you can get away with playing wings at wing back because Trussard is well Trussard can defend decently and then uh Mars can defend decently. But you look at Sterling, he can't defend to save his life. He just gets shrugged off. You notice that every single time Sterling goes to defend, he either does some stupid challenge or like you can tell he can't defend for anything. Pulisic isn't that great either, but at, he's better than Sterling, which is not much. Um and if you don't have a great midfield and you try to, and you don't have a Kukurela, because if you had Kukurela playing wingback and you have Reese James playing wingback, then yes, you can do all that 3-3-3-1 stuff. But you can't do it with this current setup. Um, that's why he should have tried to back four, personally. This is the one time I'll, I'll say go back four. This is the best time to go back four. I guess we're suffering because of the personnel then, I guess. But he did go to a back four in the second half, if I'm not wrong. I'm not. Yeah, he did. He did go to a back four, right? In the second By game, that point, better. we were losing three 0 like. Yeah, yeah, that's true. True. He you put know, Ruben that... right back. It was interesting. Yeah, but all right, Toro, what can you say about Kukurella's, uh abysmal form right now? Because no, I was just talking about that We were just saying that Kukurella just looks really <clears throat> uncomfortable at LCB. And he's playing like he's on eggshells, essentially. And I feel like I don't want to... I'm not going to blame him for that because that's not his natural position. When he was playing at wingback, I loved him so much. Like, I thought he was such a good addition. So for me, it's just like, why are you playing him there when it clearly doesn't work? He's always the first sub that he makes. I know, and it's... It's hurting his confidence, you know. Exactly. And I'm like, stop it. Like, I've, I've, I'm just tired of his experiments, like, in general. Like, it's pissing me off now. Because clearly, he can't play there. We've seen it. He's always sobbing him off first. He keeps on putting... But he still keeps on playing him there. And all of his, like, attacking... His attacking, like, split strikers, false nine. Like, stop it. None of this is working. Like... It's making a stir- Like, if you deep it, right? I'm going to say this about Cucurella. And I think Cucurella can play LCB or left wing back or left back. But 
if you want him to play LCB, he can't do it in this team because there's no sense. Of, like, if you're going to play Cucurella as an LCB, you need to play Jorginho or somebody who can recycle the ball so he's not pressured so much. Because one, when he's playing wingback, when he's playing centre-back and Chilwell is there, because Chilwell can't defend anymore, let's be honest. Chilwell's not the same guy. He's, he can't defend anymore, and his, when he attacks, he's toothless, unlike what he used to be. So now, every single time, because remember we were complaining about the left-hand side getting attacked, is because they know Chilwell is a weak link. And then when they're pressuring Kukurea, he's starting to look garbage because all he's getting is pressure. Even though Reese James is on the right side and that side is probably weaker, it looks like the left side is the weaker side. So they're going to go there and chill. And he just, they're just both going to look bad. Um, so if you're going to do that, you need to play somebody who can recycle the ball. And you have one person who can do that as Jorginho. If you play Jorginho in the midfield, which actually this game could have used him, Cucurella would, would look much better. But we haven't done that. We've been playing Coba and RLC. So, <laughs> and Mount. So, and you know, they play like at 100 miles per hour. So, I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, so um, how, do you want to dissect the goals then? Let's dissect the first goal. What can you say about the first goal, Tori? Um, actually, I can't answer that. I didn't see it. Well, I did see it, but not in real time. Yeah, yeah, you. All right, let's let's pause this rate then. Rate you could, because I didn't see it as well. But you could educate us on that goal. What can you say about the first goal? Who do you think? I, I, I want to illustrate how I saw this goal. So I'm sitting, yeah. I'm yeah. sitting in church. Wow. <laughs> I'm a phone room watching this game, man. Yeah. So Thiago Silva makes a mistake. He passes the ball yeah. to um, one of the Brighton players, and then it pressures us. He makes a mistake again, and he, does, he passes the ball again to a Brighton player. We get saved again. Then um, he's out of position. For the goal, and yeah. then, um, boom! The guy uh, Trossard comes in, and then rounds his Keppa, and then goal in. So yeah. he is the source of the first goal. Like it was all him. It's so uncharacteristically. It's yes. so uncharacteristically like um, Thiago Silva. Like obviously, he's usually very calm and collected on the ball. Yeah. Dice with his passing, so for some reason, I hear people saying he should go like take a rest or something. Like he's tired. I don't know if that's slander. Or that's slander or constructive criticism. To be honest, I like, think it's not slander. I think they know he's he's a top guy, but I think I don't even think it's a rest thing. That might have been a, like a tiny factor, but we, you know how like Arsenal plays the speed they play. When you have a guy like Thiago Silva, this is why Thiago Silva and J5, like Thiago Silva, J5, and Cucurella are, are disgusting together because, and if you put Kulabali in that LCB and you have them in a back four and you have somebody covering for all of them, it'll be a, a disgusting team. But the thing is, we don't play, we never slow the game down. And in the second half, you saw a difference where we slowed the game down and we looked a million times better. But by mm-hmm. then, again, we were losing 3 1. But exactly. But I think when when you don't have a midfield, because normally we have like a midfield two. You have a midfield two, and you have the wingbacks covering. The two wingbacks in question both can't defend. So, and now, okay, now you have a midfield three because it's a 3-3-1, 3-3-3-1, but now your flanks are wide open. They, like, they literally just 
all you have to do is just attack the flanks because now you can't go to the midfield because now we're not playing a two or playing a three. And all that's going to happen is they're going to get past Cucurella or they're going to get past Ruben Loftus-Cheek or they're going to get past um, the two wingbacks because they can't defend. So it's just straight pressure on, on him and he's doing all this work and eventually he's going to make a mistake. That's why he yeah. made all the mistakes. So Potter has, I, Graham has to hold most of that because even though the mistake was from Silva, it's yeah. because he plays that at an abnormal pace and he didn't have anybody covering the wings. So, yeah, you set us up to fail, basically. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear people saying this game's on Porter, actually. So, fair point. Uh, okay, I want to talk about the second goal. I mean, I know Ruben scored an own goal. You know, awkward body position as usual, I guess. I don't want to talk much about it. The third goal, I think it's Chalobah on goal as well. And then Kahavis... Even the second goal. Yeah. The way we conceded the second goal was because, do <laughs> you know why? Because Potter well, told yeah. told these guys to go all the way forward. He didn't have Costoling track back, but Pulisic yeah. didn't track back. And then Thiago Silva had to do superheroic things. Trevor had to do superheroic things. Then corner comes from the left. Then we kick it out. Second corner comes in. Ruben loves his cheek, diverts it, and it is what it is. It's unlucky. But... Yeah. Again, the nature of our play. <laughs> yeah, go on, go on. Yeah, go on. No, I'm done. I'm done. The nature of our play. I was, I was going to say, do you know what's funny? I started watching the game as soon as Ruben scored the own goal. So that's like my welcome gift, actually. As soon as I got home, that's the first thing I saw. All right, so I want to talk about the Ch- Chaloba. Tori, did you, know, did you see the Chaloba on goal? Yeah, I mean, Yeah. <laughs> what can you say about the goal? Because Ray spoke about two goals. We could skip and talk about Kahavas because Kahavas scored a, a goal. I mean, I feel like we should skip just because, like, I kind of felt bad for the guys that scored the goals. I won't lie. They were just, like, in, like, a bad position. I mean, you bad for them because you like them, especially Ruben. But I know, I know we all raved about Chaloba, so I get that. And then, no, Double the Jap- the Japanese dude was gonna ch- touch anyway, so that's what I'm like... saying. Like, it, like I feel like oh. it, it would have been a goal either way. Exactly. Yeah, it was always you know. So I'm not really blaming you know Chalaba for anything to be honest. I mean, Ruben on the other hand, I mean, could he Ray? Do you think Ruben could have done better? Not really. I mean, I mean, yeah. let's let's be honest. When the ball came in, you know how like mo- it's one of those things where it's like seventy five, twenty five. You stuck your foot out. Normally, it's supposed to bounce off your foot and go over or go out. I I don't think he did anything wrong in that case. I think it was just very unlucky. Um, I don't know why people were calling for Ruben on that, but I think Ruben doing the characteristic thing that Ruben does where he comes in and he's occasionally out of position or maybe he goes into the final third. And then in the first half specifically, he, he looks horrendous in the first half. But yeah. the second half, he looked slightly better. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll, give, I'll give people their props, yeah. Yeah, I'll give him props as well. I remember you said he created chances, so yeah. Um, Tori, yeah. you want to talk about Kai Havertz's goal? Because Kai Havertz seems to be on form right now. I, mean, I didn't I watch have... it. You didn't At see that point, it? I stopped watching. After oh, no. Damn, I'm, half, I am like, I going to have to carry this, this portion? Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah you don't have to carry it. <laughs> um, so Kai Havertz's goal. Um, interesting. Yeah. So second half, we're creating a lot way more because we've slowed the game down and we've yeah. exposed basically um, 
Did you hear that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, what was I saying? Yeah, we created basically a lot. we created a lot in the in the second half, and we have um, Gall- Gallagher comes in, puts in a nice cross, and then uh, Kai's head boom. But besides that, his overall play was really good. Yeah, I noticed that as well. Um, do you think Gallagher had a good game as well? Right. Oh, sorry, we're back together. I mean, yeah, I think Gallagher. You know how I feel about that guy. Um, and, uh, I think on a whole, he yeah. had an okay game. Like, I he. I, he, I don't. I wouldn't say that he was one of the culprits yesterday. So really? I don't think so. At least I, for the parts that I watched, he seemed like he was trying to attack and help the attack. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if I can. I mean, obviously, the obvious one to blame was his name Potter, but I can't really think of any other culprit to be honest. I mean, it'd be interesting to see what race thinks. But I want to dissect the fourth goal. I think the fourth goal was just a mess. <laughs> the fourth goal of the, the fourth that we goal. Oh, Mendy. Oof. I mean, Mendy, you, can Mendy, say, you can say Kovacic as well, to be honest. I don't think it's solely yeah, on Yeah, Kovacic Mendy. got caught. No, no, no. Kovacic got caught out, obviously. Yeah. Um, we were beat on the counter. Um, and then Mendy makes two saves. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's around it. But you said, well, go ahead, bro. Yeah, it's inevitable at that point. No, I was gonna say, Ray, um, who do you think was the corporate of the match then? Because who do you think it's, it's Graham? Um, him, yeah. You know, it's Cause... it's like because normally, like for example, right when we played Arsenal, huh? where like Christensen did that weak weak pass, Eddie and Ketchik comes in and scores that. That's on Christensen. Yeah. Um, as much as Thiago Silva made so many mistakes early on in the game. There's a reason for that because the stage he set them on, he basically set them on, uh, set the, the defenders on quicksand and he says, survive. Because if you look at our team, right, the, 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 the lineup we put out there, you had two wingers, you had three center backs, you had two eights who like to go forward. You have, oh, actually in Mount, you have three eights that like to go forward. You have three, uh, four players that also like to go forward. So, why am I doing my math? I don't know. But the point is, like, everybody yeah. on the team besides the center backs are defensive. Yeah. You had seven attacking players on that team. They were never going to end well. It just, but, it just was never going to end well, bro. But, Ray, you know, we had chances towards the end, end you know, because be, to make it like 3-2 before it became 4-1. Because I remember Kahavas missed a, a, a golden chance as well. And yeah, I yeah he did. Because I, I I can't remember who else. I know Ruben crossed it to Kai and Kai just fucked it up. No, you're well, forgetting Gallagher and uh, Pulisic both have a chance. Pulisic's miss was even worse. Um, yeah, bro. Pulisic. Sterling, Sterling missed a good chance. But again, this is the story Chelsea. So like when they miss some easy stuff, I just chug it to be like you know Chelsea tax. You know what I'm saying it is what exactly. it is. It was never meant to be. But yeah. <laughs> Sterling, he took too long in the box. Had a chance, didn't score. Um, yeah, he does that a lot. You know, it's quite annoying. And because I, I remember you spoke about it on the previous episode, you were like, he does this um, one touch, I think left foot, right foot combo thing, and doesn't work out kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And it's just not working. Yeah. Right 
the chances where Sterling has a chance to pass, but he delays on the ball too much. Kind of like what we accuse Ruben of often. But yeah, I guess we're gonna give it to Graham. Graham Copper of the match. Yeah. All right. Um yeah, Tori, do you want to talk about Dynamo um Zagreb? Oh, is that who I bring next? I know everybody's itching to talk about Arsenal, but unfortunately we have to wait a little more. Yeah. I mean the group stage is wrapped for is wrapped for us really. Cause if, as long as even if we lose to Zagreb, we'll still be first, I think. Yeah. So I mean yeah. Revenge. Not like revenge, but we need to bounce back. And I, I think Chelsea went four 0 Um hope yeah. I mean I feel like we need to win just for our confidence going into the Arsenal game. No, nah, I mean that four 0 has an asterisk on it. What team are we playing? Yeah. What's the lineup? <laughs> we're not playing our strongest lineup. We're obviously not playing our strongest lineup. I wouldn't play like an Aubameyang. Would you play Aubameyang? Aubameyang. I, I would mean, definitely yeah. rest people. But as though we need to bounce back. You don't need to. Uh, we I, do, I but we're playing. We're playing um, Arsenal on the weekend. So, oh, and no Saka by the way, because I was watching the game. Saka, he's out. Um, yep. he's not playing, and he's oh, not playing for England either. What happened? Because oh, really? Yeah, when I was watching the game, because before I, I had I had a match, um, right at halftime, um, and I think he got injured like in the twentieth minute. He was grabbing his his shin. Nah, like he was grabbing his shin, and initially he was fine to let him play. Then as the game continues to go on he's limping 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 they had to hook him up and put some random guy um reese nelson yep. on the game yeah, so he's not that playing. guy ended up scoring a brace i know yeah, I'm not, yeah but not, not even for us shocking i'm not gonna lie they were yeah. so bad like they were just bad <laughs> they don't know how to attack yeah i do like to watch arsenal because i just hate that club so much you know oh you I too i don't know where my despise comes i from hate club, arsenal I hate you know what, yeah. I think it's I think their the fans. fans. It has to be. Nah, nah, it's Ateta for me. It's the fans, obviously, but Ateta for me. He's so annoying. Yeah, he is really unlikable. Yeah, no. I think yeah, we're, just we're gonna... talking about the lineup. What lineup are we using? Everybody, just go through really quick. Just tell me what lineup you're using. I mean... Not for Arsenal, for Zagreb. For me... Because I'm tempted to talk about Arsenal, you know. But for me, I'll probably say... um, Obviously, Kepa. I don't know... What happened to Kepa? I guess he has an injury he's now. Yeah. Is it like for how long? Do you know? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't seen any news. All right, first Mendy. We have Mendy. Yes, thank God. No. <laughs> <laughs> we have Mendy in goal. I think I. I don't know who plays centre centre back. Probably Chaloba, but Chaloba's played a lot of games now. A lot actually. Um, who plays right centre back? I'm not sure. Left centre back. I see Kukorela again, to be honest. Except Koulibaly. Is, is Koulibaly going to be back soon? He's probably going to be back for Arsenal. Yeah, but I would rest him for Arsenal. Like, make sure yeah, he can play for Arsenal. You're going to see the, you're gonna see the, the, the Kukorela shift. Yeah, you're going to see the Kukorela. I don't think we're going to play wing back against them. But yeah, perhaps, yeah, perhaps we actually go to a back four, like you mentioned, actually. Yeah. You know. But I think it's going to be a case of getting the attackers confident. So we're going to have Sterling, 
Kai Havertz and Mount. Well, maybe not Mount, but I think Kai Havertz and Sterling need confidence booster. I know um, Kai Havertz scored a couple of goals. <clears throat> so he doesn't need as much. Well, Bamiyang actually, yeah. This guy is ahead of the Arsenal game. Because we need to beat Arsenal, you know. We lost 4-0 to Arsenal. So, and it, you know... Why yeah, did we lose totally... 4-0 to Arsenal? In the preseason. No, we lost 4-2. Oh, yeah, lost 4-2. Okay. oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Sure, sure. Was it 4-0? Four, four, it was 4-0. Oh, yeah, I thought you were talking about last year. Yeah, it was 4-0. No, nah, I'm talking about preseason. Because, like, Tori, Ray, you remember, you remember we were like, oh, um, it was a fluke. It was a fluke result. It don't look like a fluke result right now, you know. I mean, not really. Arsenal are just, like, people are underestimating the um advantage of being settled. Arsenal are a very settled team. They have been playing, those people have been playing with each other now for like three years now. They've had the same manager for a long time. Like there's just been a lot of stability with them. And that is absolutely the opposite for Chelsea. Like... In the last six months, we've probably seen the biggest change in our club that people have seen in the last 20 years. And it's just insane. Like, even me, like, I'm still trying to, like, come to terms with the whole thing because yeah. Chelsea doesn't even feel, feel like Chelsea anymore. Like, yeah. it's starting to feel like a new club. And I'm like, this is, like, like Chelsea has changed. Oh, and this no, is all I've like, in my entire life, you know? <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. The whole yeah. but I'm yeah. saying someone, someone like Arsenal, they have, they've been shit for a long time <clears> and they've waited through their being shit and now it's finally paying off for them. So like, where in that preseason, we had only played like two games at that point in time and we were still trying to get people in when, during the transfer window. Arsenal had already gotten everybody they wanted to get in. And they've just been training since preseason, like do you think, with the same you, manager. You say that, but do you think we're gonna beat them though? That's the... I'm very skeptical. I'm not gonna lie. Before I was confident, but now I'm not. <clears throat> I'll say this, right, Tori. Yeah. When it comes to Brighton, I look at Brighton as the blip. You know that one game a season where you lose by like three or four goals. This is the yeah. blip. Um, but. It's not about when it comes Brighton. to Arsenal. Yeah, I don't think it's just Brighton, but I think when I if you told me if we face like Arsenal in our first five games, we're probably losing like six now. Um, <laughs> hold on, and I'll say this why, right? If you looked at Arsenal, yeah, they beat Nottingham Forest five 0 but I watched them play, and with Saka not there, they're lucky that Nottingham Forest was the shit, like because. Nottingham Forest had so many chances to make it 1-1. They had a chance to make it 1-0. They just kind of sat there. They just let Arsenal just bend them over and just, just pump them. They didn't do anything. I don't think it's going to be like that with us. And I also think that with Arsenal, the intensity that they... Because I've, I've made sure... I've, I've been trying to push an Arsenal agenda, basically. But I've made sure to watch their games. The way the intensity they've had the first five, six, seven games, it's not the same right now. They don't look as dangerous. So it's one of them things where, and also one thing they hate, and it's, it's still a, uh, a flaw in their, their, their issue. When you press them, because Leeds did it, when you press them, which we should be doing, 
they look a, a very different team. They can't handle. They're uncomfortable because every everybody they played, barring like Manchester United, is afraid of them. So they're they're just sitting and they're just waiting. And Liverpool, Arsenal, do you include Liverpool. Do you include Liverpool there? No, Liverpool was just shit back then. But um, yeah, yeah they yeah, were just yeah. absolute hot dog water. But um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, if we if we go with them, number one, we need to. We can't play this. We we have to play it back four. Like it has to be. It has to be because number one, you're not gonna play a two man system against Arsenal and, and win. You're gonna get violated. You can't do that. Um, but as long as Jorginho is gonna also have to play. But as long as we play Jorginho, because we're gonna have to play him, we need someone to control the tempo of the game, especially when you play Arsenal. You need to make sure that you probably have to play Ruben right back that game because you need some some pace on the wings. Um, somebody take care of Martinelli because the Reese Nelson guy, he's a bump. Cucurella can take care of him. Um, he scored two goals, but don't let that fool you. I watched that guy play. He's not that good. Um, besides that party, him, good player. He makes him tick, but if you go at him, and I've seen it. At, yeah, if you, if you go at party, he will, he will bozo out. Him and Xhaka bozo out. So it could go either way. We might get slapped. We might not. I don't know, but you know. I'm not gonna lose. lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'll take a one nil win over Arsenal. Not even the never that that short. It's it's gonna be like two one four. It's gonna be some high score. Okay, like there's no way there's only one goal in that <laughs> no. game. No, no, I'll take it. I'll take it because I mean losing to Brighton and beating Arsenal, I'll take that any day of the week. You know. Yeah, but I'm saying like realistically, I don't see there being only one goal in that game. I mean, it's Especially awesome. at the bridge. I don't know what it is about the bridge where we play a top six club. We just love drama. Like, <laughs> you guys realize we played Melangsaw, <laughs> Ruben Lovacic, <laughs> and Conte. Bruh. <laughs> it was an, Bruh. I knew barely bad things can happen when you play those three together. <laughs> <laughs> right? You don't need drama uh, to be. That's uh, Liverpool. Yeah. Um, anyway, so. You know what makes Liverpool. it funnier? The second is not playing. And Saka is the one who created their first goal. He's not um, playing. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, injured. Bro, remember, bro, a whole week, a whole week, man. They, they, they could, they could get him ready. Nah, that, that's a, that, that's a leg. That type of leg injury. He's gonna be out at least a week. He's not playing the next game. Fast, fast. All right, let me come back. Sorry, sorry. I remember on your podcast you mentioned because you did the. You, you guys, go listen to the preview. You did the season preview and you said, "Oh, Arsenal finished second. I mean, what more can you say? Because I know you said you know they're stable now. Blah blah blah. They're in a good place, but I mean, okay, you say no. With regards to Chelsea, actually, I don't understand your question. Sorry. <laughs> like you said you said you predicted you predicted Arsenal to be like in a good place at the start of the season. Yeah. But now, mm. like, I mean, are you surprised? Are you like, like you with Chelsea, Arsenal or with Chelsea? Do you think Chelsea can topple Arsenal? Because you predicted Arsenal being in a good place. Yeah, it depends. It depends. Arsenal are like um Wraith was saying, they yeah. don't they had a lot of momentum at the beginning. And like as I predicted, the games are starting to wear on them. And they aren't used to for the past two years they haven't had European football. So like <laughs> they aren't used to playing as many games essentially. And I had a feeling that as the season went on, 
like it would like take its toll on them essentially and i think that i still think that will happen to be honest because when you yeah when you're, you when you're already seeing it happening i feel like after the world cup especially like if they people get injured at the world cup like their xi is good but their bench is horrendous they don't if anybody if any of their key players get injured and somebody else has to fill in for a while they're going to be fucked cuz Arteta's system is very meticulous like you can't change too much about it and it will work the same way so yeah because of that i'm like hmm, okay it's possible but if we're looking based on just ourselves as in based on like forget about what Arsenal are doing just let's look at ourselves we are not good enough full stop like i am i've I've been worried about top four since the beginning of the season and you you remember what you predicted actually it's been a long time I for don't Chelsea. remember to be honest, but obviously on my prediction show, I probably said we win the league because why would I not say this is how we win the league? But being real now, I've always like been worried about top four because I've just not seen us improve <clears throat> significantly in a while. Whereas I'm seeing United are better than they were last season, Arsenal are better than they were last season, Spurs are better than they were last season. Like, everyone is getting better. And obviously, City are better. So, those are four people that are definitely better than how they were last season. Or at Newcastle. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And those are five people now that are definitely better than where they were last season. And they can compete for top four. So, for me, it's like, we're not better than we were last season. And we have to compete with these guys. So, the way I see it is that one of those guys have to capitulate. Or two of those guys for us to get top four. And that is a very, very disappointing and not very good way of thinking because yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm literally relying on somebody else fucking up for us to get what we want. So. Yeah, I hear you, I hear yeah you. Somebody, somebody was saying, um, oh, why have you... Because I remember when I said two, when Tushu got sacked, I was like, listen, there's only one man that can will us into a top four race and yeah. just have us finish third or fourth, and it was him. If you're going to be real, Spurs, out of that entire list, look like they're going to not even capitulate, but like they'll have a bunch of tra- a draws or something or like something that'll make them, you know, end up out of the top four. Because I don't see Arsenal falling out of the top four. I feel like they're solidified. Liverpool, there's questions. Um, so there's questions. They still might even make it. You know, it's Liverpool. You never know. Um, you've got Newcastle. I don't. They're not. I don't take them serious. No disrespect to them. I don't take them seriously. I take United seriously because I think United can actually sustain and have the quality to be top four contenders. I look at Newcastle like I look. Remember West Ham was third third in the season last season, uh, somewhere yeah. about there. Yeah. That's how I look at Newcastle this season. But I think they're going to make everybody sweat. They're going to make every team sweat. They made. Um, yeah, but those are people that like are going to be able to take three points away from us. Yeah, and yeah. right now, three points are really fucking precious. Like, you know, because after the World Cup, you never know who's going to get injured. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what's funny? We're going to play Newcastle after we play Arsenal. Obviously, we're going to play Man City in the Cup before we play Newcastle. That's a throwaway game. We're getting batted. But listen, it is what it is. <laughs> it's not yeah. looking be- no, actually, it's not looking good. When Tori lists out the clubs, I'm like, fuck. It's not looking good. But then, 
I don't know, man. I can't go back to Europa League, but it's too long for that. But you, I, listen, yeah. I could, I could see it being. Ha- the thing is, if it happens, I won't even be mad because, <laughs> unlike Arsenal, we're yeah. not going to take three years to rebuild our team. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, I don't mind being because again, my my favorite manager is gone. I really don't. It doesn't bother me. I've seen this team win a bunch of trophies. All the good times are there. So I have a, I have a lot of you know credit in the bank that that can carry me because I'm not like a you know you know how like Arsenal fans were. They can't say they're in the same place because they yeah. haven't won a league in like since like 2006. You know what I'm saying? At least we won the league in the last five years. You know, I can say I've won a, I've won the Champions League. I've won the league a couple of times in the past five years. So yeah, it is what it is. You know, but I can. I think we'll be out. Yeah. All right. Finally, finally, who do you reckon will get in the round of 16 of the Champions League? Or who are you looking forward to? Enter. You wanna get into? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, how about you? Um, I don't know. Who is there? I mean... I can't no tell you. Yet, <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, I can... I, you know how I am with these things. I don't really care until when it happens. Yeah, it's true. I remember you didn't care about the group stage, actually. Yeah. Man. But I am excited, though. Just in general, because I really want to see how Potter does in champs. Hmm. I'm not because he doesn't seem like somebody that has the minerals. But let's uh, see. Maybe I'm wrong. You say he doesn't have the minerals. I think. He, I think for some reason we just we'll, we'll, we're one of those teams who would do good in cup games. Um, but when it comes to the Premier League, it seems like everybody's figured this out. You know what I'm saying? So you know. It is what it is. I think we'll be fine though. Ironically, I don't know why I have this weird sense of calmness. I'm like, I'm not really worried for tough four because I feel like just being Chelsea, we'll find a way. It's just weird. I, I feel like we'll find a way. I don't know. But, then, but if we, we go, all, I don't care. Can we all agree? Ray, I don't know your stance on Frank Lampard actually, but can we all agree that if Porter doesn't make top four, he's not as good as Frank because Frank made top four in his first season. If he's not as good as Frank, then we have a very big problem. I don't agree with that because you know why. Frank didn't well, have Newcastle. He didn't have the Spurs with Conte. He didn't have Arsenal in their current form. Like, I think top four, no disrespect, the top four, when we were, back in the day when we was making top four, it was, it was easy. I'm, it was much easier. Because I wasn't worried about Leicester. I wasn't worried about West Ham. I wasn't worried about, who's below us? United made second, I think, that season. But, like, there's a lot of teams that, like, let's be honest, they weren't. The right, levels no. Yeah, raised. I agree. The levels I agree. The Prem is a lot higher now. Yeah, yeah the Prem level is different. It's you right. have to do what's in front of you, though. You have to beat, like you have to beat the team in front of you. So I, I do agree to a certain extent, but still, Frank Lampard had to do what was in front. No, of No, but no, like Frank didn't. You're yeah, right, but at the same time, there weren't that many good teams. Let's be for real. Like now, now there's like there's at least we just counted like six, seven five. very good teams. Five. five. Huh? No, no, let's count it. Let's count it. Arsenal, oh, Man four. City. I meant yeah. plus us. Yeah, plus us. So Arsenal, yeah. Liverpool, Spurs. Because uh-huh. you never know. I feel like Spurs, when they can shithouse a bunch of 1-0 victories out of nowhere. That's why, you, like, know, you know, Spurs, Spurs are, are, like you guys are seriously uh, criminally underrating Spurs because Spurs have been winning. Like not just joining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugly winning. Collecting ugly three winning. points. It's, yeah, it's ugly winning. That's why. That's why Spurs are are, are for yeah the shit. But you know it's the funny. They're one of those teams where they're gonna get a bunch of one nil wins, and when it matters most, they'll be where they need to be. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah. I hate it so yeah. much. So that's four teams already, right? Arsenal, City, Liverpool, Spurs. Because yeah. Liverpool is still in this. United, nah. they look better now. Newcastle, they look better now. Us, that's seven teams. That's seven people, right. exactly. In France Day, we only had like really three people we were competing with. Yeah, okay, let, me, let me count it. So Liverpool won the league that year. Man City finished second. Right. And I think Man City did a double over us that year. I can't remember. Um third, who finished third? I can't remember. Oh yeah, Liverpool finished third, right? I can't remember. And Chelsea. Yeah, they finished fourth. third. They finished third because um they had their injury crisis, remember? I remember this asterisk to all these, bro. Like <laughs> there was a bunch of stuff happening. Yeah. It and was COVID. easier. It was easier back then. It was COVID, bro. Was we had um Leicester, I think Leicester on our tails as well. You know? I mean Yeah, but Leicester was shit. Let's stop it. You see what Leicester is at now, right? Look how they look now. Yo, look how Frank win, man. Why? Let Frank. No, I his... think he's a decent man. I think he's probably better than we gave him credit for. Yeah. But I think Potts is overall just better, way more flexible. I think we'll he'll. Find... He's a what? We'll find out. We'll find out. I don't think we'll find out. I just I think the talent is there. He just he's better than Frank. You know. Well, I mean, let's see when Everton come to town. Then we'll know. Because I mean, Frank. What do you mean? We already beat them. But yeah, but we beat them. Uh, it was Tuchel versus Frank, not Frank versus Porter. And I think Frank beat Porter actually. Most of the most of the what you call it, the Chelsea managers haven't been haven't been able to beat Brighton. Frank beat Brighton and beat Porter as well twice. Or, yeah, or two and Tuchel, Tuchel won won him twice. Um, Are you, I don't think so. No, Tuchel won one. Not Frank. Um, what's his face? Oh yeah, one one yeah. One, yeah, 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 it was Frank. Yeah. Frank was the day James scored that screamer. That was the last time we beat Brighton in a while. Um, two goals, one one twice. Yep. And Frank's first win at first as a Chelsea manager in the Premier League was against Brighton. So we'll find out when Everton comes. Yeah, to but you know, you know, you know, Brighton though. Like when it comes to Brighton, they're one of those teams where they'll create a million chances, and they only lose because. <laughs> they didn't finish. That's yeah. basically us, but with less quality. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. All right, Tori, would you like to round us up? I mean, I think we're done. Yeah, I mean, what do you want me to say? I mean, thanks guys for listening. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, Y'all be good. You heard the episode today. Thank you. You know. This is why you got to watch the game, man. You got to watch Bruh, the game. Bro, it's not my fault, man. In Nigeria, we have something called Napa. So, yeah. <laughs> Take care, bro. <laughs> you too, bro.